Welcome to Global Answers. Please join us as we discuss the relevance of God's eternal word relating to events in this day and what it means to you. And now, your host, Jeff Jenkins. Greetings once again. It's good to be with you. We have as our very special guest, Brother Tony Ojurabesa, uh, formerly a Muslim, now a Christian. And so what we want to do is take uh, the opportunity to uh, ask him some questions. We've already had broadcast number one, so if you missed broadcast number one and would like it, you can simply write to us at the, at the, at the address uh, on the bottom of your screen, and we can send you broadcast number one. Very compelling, very interesting. In this broadcast, I do have some more questions I'd like to ask Tony about the faith of our Muslim brothers and sisters about their relationship with the Old Testament that we have in common, the, 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 the father of Abraham, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then uh, some personal questions, and that is Brother Tony's personal testimony. We want to spend some time on Tony's personal testimony. And we had talked about last time about uh, the, the um, very uh, disturbing and confusing uh, element of Christianity yeah. which is the Trinity doctrine. Yes. And how, and of course, just right up front, um, I, don't, I don't believe in the Trinity, but Tony doesn't believe in the Trinity. We believe in a Trinity of offices, yes. but not a Trinity of persons. We don't have three different personalities or three different persons that are mysteriously one. We have one God off, uh, in many offices. Yeah. So we have uh, God as a pillar of fire, God as a, a cloud, God came down in, in the form of Melchizedek, yeah. Uh, many times God visited man in a body form, and one of those bodies was that of the body of Jesus Christ. Yes. Jesus was virgin born, and the Bible says the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in him. Yeah. And so it was really God tabernacled in a man. They did not coexist eternally. Jesus had a beginning. And yes. the man, the physical man, Jesus, the nail-scarred body, had an end. Yeah. And, of course, he's glorified now with the glory that he had with the Father in the beginning. So... To our Muslim brothers and sisters, we want to let you know that we do believe, uh, just like you, with regard to one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the God of Jesus Christ. And so I do have some questions. Uh, one is, is, what are the primary beliefs of the Muslims? You know, we as Christians have primary beliefs. Yeah. What are the primary beliefs of the Muslims? Yes. Um, the, the first thing they, that um, they wanted to, they have what they call the five pillars of Islam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, th those five pillars, every true Muslim Muslim has to observe it. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the f the f the of course you believe in God, the living God, and things. Mm -hmm. um, they believe that you have to pray five times a day. Hmm. Yes, you have to give arms okay. arms to the poor, to mm -hmm. the people, and that's why when you go to Muslim uh, the, the mosques, most of it you know, on Fridays. You see a lot of beggars right. asking for arms because okay. they know that they, that's part of the belief. And I will be honest with you, Muslims are one of, one of they are one of the best givers in the world. Man, that's wonderful. They give, they outgive anybody. That's I wonderful. Know. Yes, they will because mm -hmm. it's part of the belief. Right. And then they, you have to, if you have the ability, the means, they believe you have to go to Arabia to Mecca, mm. make at least one holy pilgrimage to Mecca. Okay. Uh, in your lifetime, uh, you know, 
five of those, of those five, what they call the five pillars of Islam now. Now, praying five times a day, that's right. one of the one of the. Well, that was the question I wanted to ask you. Yes. Um, many times when I was in the Middle East, I would see them stop alongside the road. Yeah. Uh, then they would even have places where they would gather, perhaps around a holy shrine, they yes. have a blanket. Yes. Uh, I don't know if that's the term they use, and then they would bow, I'm assuming towards the east, I'm not sure, yeah. but they would be bowing and praying. Yes, that is a must for every true, every true okay. uh, Muslim. Mm -hmm. um, there, are five, there, you have to, there are five holy hours that you pray, okay. that you must pray. Okay. Um, you, that was why many, the first thing in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, you have to get up. Mm -hmm. You hear the announcement from the mosque. You see from the loud horn speaker. <laughs> and when you hear the priest crying, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Ashadu Allah, Ilah, Ilah, Ashadu Allah, Muhammad Rasulullah. And then when they start to cry, he's calling, say it's time to come and pray. He's calling. Okay. You know, and he keep, you know, you know, and, uh, you know, and uh, things like that. And when the guy goes, when you get up and go in the morning, of course you all know that five o'clock in the morning, man, that's the time you want to get the, get the second gear to go to bed. Yeah. You know, but, but see, as a true Muslim, you have to go. Well, let me ask you this. Do most Muslims do that because if they don't, they'll be looked down upon by their brethren? Or is there a, is there a sort of a, a fear a peer pressure, no, so to speak. No, it's a kind of conviction. And they actually do it because they, they believe convicted. in it. They're convicted. That's good. Uh, um, if, if you're around the mosque, you have to be there and, and pray 5 o'clock in the morning in our own mosque. You so come back 7 o'clock in the morning to, to pray. Right. Come back 2 o'clock in the afternoon to right. pray. Right, right. Come back 4 o'clock in the afternoon. My. And come back again 7 in the evening. Incredible. Those five hours. And, and that is just, that's separate from the other prayers, special prayers that you offer. With your test view and things, yeah, and 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 that's really a challenging. We should give. I, I would give that credit to the Muslim today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how that some they outpray some Christians. Today. Yes, they do. Yeah, I mean, if we Christians, if the Christians come to come to a point that you pray like that, you will bring heaven down on earth. <laughs> Amen. I pray a lot, but and, and and I know most of our people pray a lot. But see, you got to pray that five hours. And now, if you are not around the mosque. When those holy hour, hours come, if you are driving your truck, you have to mm. pull up beside the road and do your ablution, which you wash your hands, right. wash your face, wash your nose, because see, those are part of the teaching in the Old Testament too, okay. in the among the Hebrews. Yeah, and then uh, you put, clean, you clean your private part, right? Because they believe that you, if you, you you are not clean, you, right? And so you God will not totally answer your clean. prayers. Wow, and you have to use water to do that. Yep. Now, if you're in a place where there's no water, yep. you have to use sand. Well. Yes, the, the, as a sign that you know, God understands there's no water here. Right. You use sand to do that. And then you, you go under your tr truck or whatever, beside the road on the blanket and pray. It looks like to me, for instance, we as Christians, yeah. we are not uh, compelled to pray because the, the, uh, a, a priest told us to or, or because a, um, the government tells us to, yeah. but we're compelled to pray because it is a deep and profound conviction. conviction. And then when we pray, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a personal, we speak to our Father. Yes. And He's like, He is, he, in fact, we have that intimate relationship with Him as Father. Yes. So we pray to Him and we know that He hears our prayers. Yes. Now, um, that sort of intimacy, are their prayers a sort of a ritualistic prayer? Or is it, can they pray about anything during these five hours? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. It, it is ritualistic because, uh, see, as a Christian, there's a conviction. You pray because you know, you know you're dealing with a, a great being, God, yeah. your, our Father, right. our Savior, and you know He answers your prayers. Right. Nobody has to force you to do it. 
Right. No church has to be there to see you do it. Right. And you're not doing it because your church teaches it. You right. are convincing your heart that you you, you have a need yep. of him. Yep. And you believe he's going to answer you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though in the uh, in the Mohammedan religion, the, uh, as, a, as a Muslim, you pray and you believe God answers your prayer. But still, you are doing it because the teaching says to do it. Teaching says to do it's it. It's a must. must. And also, during all those times, there are different ayahs in the different... Uh, section of the Quran that you recite. Okay. Which different is just like the Orthodox churches in the olden days will right. use the uh, Psalms of David for different right. reasons. And uh, people use seven books of Moses. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That for different things to happen. Well, let's say, for example, um, my child is very sick. Yes. I'm a Muslim. Would I have the right and would I have the faith as a Muslim to pray to God to heal my child? No. 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 Because see, we see, not like we do as Christians today. Right. So one Christian, as a believer, as a Christian, you can bring heaven down. Right. See, when I was a Muslim, no, that's not what happened. I see. See, as a Muslim, even though, see, even though you pray, see, uh, and this is the truth, yeah. absolute truth. Yeah. You have the moral, uh, you know, the moral, right. the right. cleanliness. You, because if you go and pray and talk to God, a great God, like the creator of heaven and earth, uh, five times a day, it right. makes you sober. Yeah, it naturally it makes you sober. Sure, because you know. But then there, there's a life lacking there, though, mm-hmm. because even though you do that, I mean, you see people do that; they still go and take another man's wife. Well, that was another question I had. If it's more ritualistic and it's not a personal relationship, because see, Jesus Christ makes God real to me because it was God becoming kinfolk with yes. me. Yeah. It was God taking on flesh, and me now understanding the very heart of God. Yeah through Jesus. Yeah. They don't have that. They have some, uh, some degree of understanding through Muhammad, yes. but Jesus lived 33 years of, this, of, his, of, of, of life on this earth, yes. and in doing so, he was the very personification of God. Yes. And being that very uh, example in flesh of God himself, I now know how God thinks. I know that God has mercy. I know that I could walk up to Jesus and say, my son is grievously vexed with the devil. Yeah. Come heal my son. Yes. And Jesus would heal my son. Yeah. I have had, uh, I have seen the dead raised. Amen. I've seen blinded eyes open. Yes. I've seen Jesus Christ do supernatural miracle after miracle after miracle. Amen. Do the, do the Muslims uh, pray and see miraculous things of that nature, or, or, or is oh, that a part of their faith? Oh, is it, well, no, not like we Christians do today. Okay. No, okay. no, 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 sir. Um, see, uh, it something happened in my own family, for instance. Right. My old, my immediate brother died. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a young man, but he died. Right. And that's a great loss for the family because yes. he, he was, a, he was a pilot. Yep. And so, um, the, the, the rest of the family members come, came together and said, "Wait a minute, we keep losing people in this family." And this young man is dead. We have yep. to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So they, they brought a group of priests together from mm-hmm. the mosque. Yep. And they do what they call back home Yasin. Mm-hmm. And that is, they, they come and recite different part of the Quran to drive the evil away from the family. Okay. But, and, and, and that's what it's meant for. That's what they believe that they are doing. Mm-hmm. But guess what? As soon as those people were done, those priests were done with all those recitation and prayer, special yep. prayer they yep. had, those priests, a few months later, we lost somebody in the family again. Hmm. So whereas, see, see, the power that makes things happen come from God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah. When I was the Muslim, even though I pray five times a day, right. I'm saying this honestly with my hand, yeah. my hand here, yeah. that I still felt an emptiness yeah. in my life. 
Mm. I knew something was still missing, even though I, though I cried mm. to God. And until I gave my life to Jesus Christ, that's, that thirst was never quenched. How amazing. So don't you feel that there are many Muslims that have that same emptiness? In other words, I'm just going through the form. Oh, millions. Going through the motion. Millions. But it's not, God's not real to me. Millions. Just like the Jews of today going yep. through traditions. Yep. It's just traditions. Just traditions. But you don't have that personal relationship, that contact with God My. to make things happen. Like you already said, I've seen the dead raised. Mm -hmm. In uh, assembly, yep. a child was dead. The only girl, the only daughter, the only child of that, the sister in our church, yeah. and I was gone as the pastor of the church. Yep. And they put that little baby. They put her in in in, 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 in on the on the stretcher yep. right into the mortuary. Right. And the mother said, "I'm not going to take this," and she ran right back to the church of the deacon, my elders. Yep. So this has happened. The, the, my little child, my only child is dead. God help me, brothers, please help me. Yep. And the brothers, two deacons now. I was overseas. Yep. Those two brothers went on their knees and said, Lord, we will not take this. Lord, please, in Jesus' name, please, Lord, we ask that you restore the life of that child back. Yep. Please, Lord, please. And, and while they didn't even go to the hospital. Right. Now, right there, they sent the promise of God according to the scriptures. Amen. And right there in the mortuary, we had that, that little cuffs of that girl was covered with blanket. Yep. The, the, the workers in the mortuary see something kicking under the blanket. Oh, my. That oh. girl came to life. <laughs> and those are the many, many, many supernatural things that I have yep, seen exactly. uh, when I became a Christian, when God saved me, that I never, never experienced. Even my own father, who was actually against me, when I became a Christian, my father turned his, turned his back on me. He actually rejected me as a child, <sighs> officially. My. Yes, because see, in some, in some factions of the Muslim, they are, he's asked to kill that child. Oh my! You will kill that child when, because it's, it's a sign of rebellion that you left Christianity, your, your Mohammedanism, yep. Islam, and you go into Christianity. That's a slap on the face of the religion, yep. and they urge the father to kill him. That's incredible. So my father said, well, "No, I'm, that's my son. I'm not killing my son." But, but he turned his back on me for a while. But then after a while, God let things happen in his life that nobody could help him, no doctor could help him. Yep. And, but when I when I came back and laid my hand on him in the name of Jesus Christ, my father was delivered instantly. Did he ever come to know the Lord? As yes, a... so he gave his life to the Lord <laughs> at the age of 98. Wow. Yes, he sure did. Now, do you have any other brothers or sisters that are Christians? Yes. Yeah. If I, so far, I have about five of them that has given their life so for the Lord. That right? is precious. Baptized in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. That, so then See, you, Jesus, saw, you yes. saw no reality. I should say Jesus or God was not real to you as a Muslim. Yes. But 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 by reading the Bible and the New Testament and Christianity, Christ has become real to you. Yes, exactly. That that it became a lively power mm -hmm, to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yes, mm -hmm. it became real to me. That's He's precious. a living God. Yeah. And things happen, supernatural happen in his name. Yeah, exactly. And I see that. In fact, my father actually told his chiefs, listen. Yeah. Because actually what happened, my father was my father went blind. Yeah. He lost his sight mm -hmm. and was dying. And before, you know, he was going to die. Right. So, and yeah, they've tried everything. They've made all, all kind of rituals. They've killed some goats, ram, and things. Yep. And make all kind of special prayers. Went to the hospital and was dying. And then he sent for me from, I was living in another town working. Mm -hmm. and, then, and I've not seen a while because he, wouldn't, he don't want to see me because I've been a, I'm a Christian. Yeah. But when I came back, I said, Daddy, I told you. Yeah. I know you are a strong Muslim, man. You brought yep. me to the, I was born to that before God opened my eyes. Yeah. And you persecuted me because I became a Christian. Right. And I said, didn't I? And my, I said, you see now? Nobody could help you. Right. Even Muhammad cannot help you. Right. Muhammad is still in the, in the grave. We all know that. Yep. But Jesus Christ is in heaven. He rose. He from rose the dead. again from the dead. Yes. And my father bowed his head because that's a slap on his face as a Muslim. Yeah. He says, "Son, I said, well, whatever I can do for me, do it for me. You know. Right. A dying man will try anything. Yes. I said, Daddy, I have none to do. I can. I don't have anything I can do for you. Right. I said, There's only one man that ever lived upon the face of this earth. Yep. Who said all power. 
yep. in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Yes. And that's the man, Christ Jesus. Amen. If you will humble yourself and let me pray for you, in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you're not going to die. Amen. I believe God will deliver you and God will open your eyes. Yeah. And then he, he just dropped his head. He didn't say a word after that. Yeah. So I went to my, the room where the, my room in the house and slept. Around two, 12 o'clock, 12.30 in the night, I had a tap on my bedroom door. Who is it? It was, it was my father. My. Are you okay, father? Yeah, he was, he was, he was dying. Yeah. He, he was a tall, lanky man. He was so yep. skinny. Yep. Then I said, Daddy, you okay? He said, I said, son, what about what you say you're going to do for me? Mm -hmm. So I say the prayer, yes, in Jesus' name. He said yes, a Muslim leader. Yeah. Uh, then I, I said okay. I knew then that the Lord had mercy on my father. Yes. I follow him to his bedroom, and I've never. I don't enter his room like that because right. that is fa my father is the chief. Yep. And he was going to kneel down to him in Jesus' name. I said, Daddy, you're so sick, you're weak. Just lay down your bed. Yeah. And I knelt down beside him, and I cried to God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I plead for the sin of my father, like Daniel did for Israel. Amen. And I plead for my own sin. And after I felt the atmosphere was clean, that the demons are ready to be rebuked. Yep. And I rebuke that, 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 that disease, that demon, them demons in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Yep. And right there, my father was sealed instantly. <laughs> See, I don't have that kind of experience when yeah. I was a Muslim. No. I don't have that kind of power. I live in fear all my life. Too. And I was going to say, nor would you have that kind of faith as a Muslim. I don't have a faith, no, sir. Yeah. To believe that God could do that yes. personally, come nothing, right into your house. Yes, sir. Nothing could teach me that. The Bible yeah. will have the answer to that. Yeah. Yeah. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by, hearing the, word by the word of God. My father after that told his chief said, from now, don't you all ne don't you all never bother my son again being yeah. a Christian. Yeah. You all leave him alone. My. So since I, my father was born in, in 1895. My. my father said, since I've been a little child, I've been seeing churches and Christians. I've never seen the kind that my, my son have. Amen. And from that time on, those wouldn't even bother me no more. Yeah. Amen. So when I come to visit my father after that from my my station, my job. On Sunday, if I don't go to church, my dad said, are you going to church today? <laughs> yes, sir. Because he saw power. Praise power God. Power in the name of the Lord Jesus Absolutely. Christ. Absolutely. See, a personal living God. Now, let me ask you a question. You gave your heart to the Lord. Tell, tell our listening audience what it is to be converted and how a person can be saved and to come out of one religion into another religion. Um, I, 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 the people need to know how to be saved. How, yes. how, what's the process? Well, see, it's, it's, it's very simple. Yeah. It's very simple. It's just uh, going through, uh, by the blueprint of the scriptures. Yeah. Um, um, the Bible says in Acts 2.38, mm -hmm. just like you asked me now. Right. Some people were, they heard somebody's testimony, yeah. the disciples' testimony in the Bible, yes. in the Acts of the Apostles chapter 2. Yeah. And they say, men and bread, and what shall we do? Yeah. How do we get saved? Yeah. We are guilty of these things. We are wrong. Yeah. What shall we do? And Peter rose up with the power of the Holy Ghost and said, repent every one of you. Yeah. And that's the first step for everyone that wants to be converted. Mm -hmm. You have to repent of all your sins. Right. And in the name of Jesus Christ, and ask for his forgiveness. Yes. And then find a true pastor, a true man of God, right. to baptize you in water yes. by immersion yes. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. according to Acts 2.38. Yes. Now, that act is not just a ritual. No. Because water cannot wash away sin. No. Water has no virtue. Right. The blood of Jesus Christ is what cleanses our sins away. Amen. Well, God, make it easy for us. Yes. Because Jesus has so much blood in his body. Yeah. We cannot take all a shower in Jesus' blood all of no. us. He has so much blood and it's dried up 2,000 years ago at Calvary. Exactly. Well, see, he made it easy. So now, now, if you are repentant for real true, now you go to water and be yeah. baptized and let that, that, that water be a type of my blood. Amen. Be masked in that Amen. water Amen. in my name. 
and then I wash away your sins. Amen. And then one, that's how to get converted, Pastor Jeff. And yes. once you have that experience, you've been baptized in water, oh, he will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Yes. So the, 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 the new convert has placed just two parts. Yep. Repent and be baptized. Right. The third part, part God placed that part. So now in, in our faith, we believe that God comes down in the form of the Holy Ghost and dwells in the believer. So in other words, I'm not living a morally pure life. He's living it through me. Absolutely. Uh, God is living his life out through me. Absolutely. And so what, what do Muslims, because they're not born again, as we know, being born again by the spirit of God. Yes. Then do they have the same moral failures as any sinner does? They do. See, as a Muslim, you have the, uh, it's, it's about law, like yeah. the law of Moses. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't touch that. Don't eat that. That's what Mohammedanism is all about. Okay, so they will. Like suffer. for instance, I'll give you an example. As a Muslim, you don't eat hog. Yeah, right. That, you know, that's uh, that's with the Jews too. You know, right? That's Jews also. See, so don't touch this. Don't eat that. Don't. That's just moral codes. So it's, much. Oh, in other words, the same for the Jews. They have their moral codes. Exactly. They they go to their synagogue, but without Jesus Christ, you can't live the right life. They can't life. live the right it's life. Not They're not going to be, let's say some of them won't be faithful. They're going to be liars. They're going to cheat on their taxes. Yep. Yep. They're going to do anything they can uh, to make life easier for themselves, even if it's perhaps disobeying yes. even the, the Quran. Exactly. See, I'll put it easy like this. When I was in my, my own personal testimony, when I was a Muslim, it was me struggling to live that life and keep some moral code yeah. to please people around me, yeah. fellow Muslims, yep. most of the time. Yeah. But when I became the Christian, I didn't do that. I didn't struggle. I didn't struggle to live like that no more. Yeah, yeah. Because like Paul said, the life that I live now, it's me that living, but Christ that liveth through me. Amen. I don't have to struggle what I, when I make any. If I see that I make any mistake, I say, Jesus, please forgive me. There you and go. And forgive me, I keep moving on. There you go. You know, and the guilt is oh, I feel free. See, there's another thing. Christians <laughs> are not perfect. That's right. Christians make mistakes. Yes, as long as we're in this body, we should. That's right. Make we're mistakes. always going to make mistakes in this fallen body. Yeah. But we have we have the blood. In other words, we're not living by guilt. No. In other words, uh, to my listening audience, um, I don't serve God out of fear of hell. I don't serve God out of the sense of guilt. Yeah. Because um, if, in other words, I'm always feeling guilty and weighted down for my sins. Yeah. When I make a mistake, I know that I can run to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. He will forgive me because the Bible says if I confess my sins, yes. he is faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and yes. cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Amen. So it's not a religion based on fear of man. No. It's not a religion based on guilt. It's not even a religion based on rituals. Yes. It's a personal walk with you and God together. Yes. And it's an, an, it's an experience that I pray that uh, all my brothers and my sisters, both Jewish and both Muslim could could embrace. Yes. And, 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 and all the sinners that are in the world could embrace. It's not a, we're not serving a militant God that says if you don't uh, walk or talk or act a certain way, yes. then we will destroy your life. We will kill you. We will blow you up. Right. This is a God that says, I have brought my message of grace to you. Amen. Receive it freely. Freely have I given it to you. Amen. Freely receive that gift. Amen. So Brother Tony has been talking to us. I got another question to ask you, Brother Tony. Yes. And, uh, and I trust that uh, our friends are still listening. Um, this is a personal testimony. I'm an American, okay? Yeah. A personal yes. question. Um, you had mentioned in this broadcast earlier and in the, in the first broadcast yeah. that 
that there's this there's a fanatic element of Muslimism, yes. uh, Muhammadism, but there's also a fanatic element of Christianity. Sure. For instance, we have uh, certain factions within Christianity that, that hold up big placards and say God hates homosexuals. Yes. Or God, and they'll use bad words like fags. Yeah. Well. God doesn't hate homosexuals. No. God doesn't hate people who are sinners. No. God hates sin. And That's the reason right. he hates sin, not just because he's holy, but because he knows that sin is destroying their life. Yes, exactly. And so he's wanting the people to be separated from their sins yeah. to live a holy life, not only for God, but for themselves, yeah. for peace. Exactly. But so we have the fanatics in Christianity, and you have the fanatics in 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 the in the Muslim faith. But my question to you as an American, what, what is the primary reason why the fanatical Muslims hate, um, hate American or hate uh, uh, or dislike or are militant towards and would blow up uh, our Twin Towers? Would you have any idea why that is? Well, it, it, it's uh, pure simple. Um, it's just like the food that we eat. Right. A man is what he eats, right. Pastor Jeff. Yep. What you eat is what you, you, you're going to be. So they're feeding on this doctor. So, so yeah. See, what happened is that right in, in most of the mosques, if you go to the Far East, you will notice that um, the things that the, the priests preach okay. to the, the Muslim, the, the innocent people, Muslim people, yeah. they preach hatred. Yeah. They preach, they preach, I mean, in fact, if you come to the some mosque very quietly and peacefully before the service, yep. as soon as uh, you want to, you're going out, you go out with hatred. Yeah. Because that's what they pump in. In fact, that's why if you notice in Egypt and different mm. places, yep. you hear that as soon as they leave their mosques, they went and started causing fight and Confiding, fighting yep. everywhere. Yep. It's not them. It's the seed that has been planted in them. Incredible. That's what, what caused it. It's not that the true Muslims, right. I don't believe, hate the Americans. No. No. Because Islam means the religion of peace. Religion of peace. And that's what should be. Yes, But unfortunately, exactly. these people, guys, have turned into something else. Yep. And I've, I'm from my own personal conversion experience. Yep. I know no man can have peace until it comes to the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, our Lord. We want you to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, he is our Lord. He is our Savior. He is our Master. I serve Him from a willing heart, not out of fear of man. So, as Brother Tony said, repent of your sins. If you've never breathed the name Jesus, breathe it. Speak the name of Jesus and say, Jesus, if you're real, make yourself real to me. He promises he will do it. Then read your Bible. God bless you. Bye now. Friends, I sure don't claim to be any expert on Islam the way our Brother Tony Ojirabesa is. But nevertheless, in our church, I had ministered uh, two sessions called the, the Two Houses of Islam. And we tied them primarily to showing how that's actually it's fulfilling scripture. And I think if you'll get a hold of those, it'll show you that this whole thing is really Bible-based. order a DVD of today's program entitled The Testimony of a Former Muslim or the two-part sermon The Two Houses of Islam by Brother Lonnie Jenkins write to us at Global Answers 1695 Stewart Road here in Lima, Ohio. Our zip code is 45801 here in the USA or visit us on the web at globalanswers.us. Please take some time to look around our website 
you'll find a variety of files to download as well as a link to our resource center containing many Christian books, CDs, and DVDs. Thanks for joining us today, and may our Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.